Hey everybody, this is Matt with the Continue On Podcast, and this is episode number seven, Reoccurring Dreams. In this episode, I just wanted to talk about a few reoccurring dreams or nightmares that I have, and uh, where I feel like they come from. Uh, reoccurring dreams is something that I've been having throughout the years. I remember a few of them specifically, so those are the ones that I want to talk about. And uh, I just had one last night. It one that seems to be constantly coming up lately. All right, well, before I get into that, I just wanted to talk a little bit about what happened last week. And uh, the main thing that happened last week is on Wednesday, my daughter uh, bumped her head at school and ended up being a concussion. Uh, So what had happened was she was playing in school and was under a table with a bunch of other kids. I guess they do that during the day to read and, I don't know, talk. So as she was trying to get up from under the table, she banged her head on the back of it and was sent down to the nurse. And from there, the nurse checked her over, checked her eyes or pupils, and gave her an ice pack and sent her off to back to class. And uh, all went well. She had to go to gym, and it was a, I think she, her last class was uh, English. And at home, she started complaining about headaches just more and more, and I gave her some acetaminophen, and the headaches weren't going away. So around dinner time, she ate like a really good dinner. She's not a, a big eater, so when she ate a ton of vegetables and the chicken, we thought she was fine, that she was just tired from the day and maybe a, maybe a little bit lethargic from that whole process of bumping her head. But then she started just saying weird stuff, just talking odd and not, not making any sense and not knowing why she was saying those those things. So that became a little bit concerning. And then after that, uh, she was really complaining about headaches again. And they were on different parts of her head and also her ear. She had a lot of pain behind her ear. So I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't take it lightly. I brought her right down to the walk-in clinic. It's like a very basic version of an emergency room. And we saw a nurse practitioner there and after listening to me and listening to her of what happened and my observations, uh, the nurse diagnosed her with a mild concussion. And uh, mild doesn't make much sense to me. I, I figured I asked the doctor, "Is not a concussion a concussion? How can it be mild versus moderate?" And she tried to tell me, "Oh well, she's not vomiting. She's not feeling sick, nauseous, any of that." So. It's just a mild one, and I didn't agree with that. I, I said, well, you know, if, if a traumatic brain injury occurs, which is what a concussion is, it's not mild or, or major, it's a traumatic brain injury. So I thought I was right, but I don't know, maybe in this one instance I was. But regardless, uh, she was sent home. We had to have uh, a couple quiet days with zero screen time which was a little trying at first, but it was either screen time and a headache or no screen time and no headaches. So she chose the latter, and we had a actually really good uh, couple days together. It was my vacation week, so I was home all week, and she wanted to stay here with her daddy, and we did a lot of father-daughter things, which was cool. Uh, not Thursday, we went out to do a little bit of shopping, and she got really tired. She came home, and she napped on and off the rest of the day, went to bed early, slept right through the night. And then the next morning, things got a little bit better, and we were able to go outside, enjoy the weather, get some yard work done. 
and just kind of have uh, a nice nice back end of the week together that was completely unplanned. It wasn't obviously something that, you know, I took the vacation to do this. Uh, so it ended up being a nice, uh, nice week, and she's completely fine now. She's been back to school since Monday. Her uh, doctor gave her, uh, she went to a, to a follow-up Monday morning with her doctor and passed that. So she's been feeling good since. A um, little lethargic, but she's... Uh, She's always a little tired. I think school really wipes her out, especially on these hot days now. All right, well, other than that, not too much else occurred on my big week off. I was able to get a bunch of stuff listed up online on eBay and sell a bunch of stuff, and I'm kind of in this mode right now where I just want to sell off anything that's uh, like a non-essential item to me. I just want to start clearing out all this excess crap and more... um, you know, more than just selling like the items that I've bought to resell. Uh, these are more items that I have bought for myself and they haven't been used in a year or two years. They just sit here and they're just purchases that I thought I would get around to using but never have. And if uh, there was a return policy that allowed me to send them back, I would. You know, just things that I'm just not in, not using anymore, never did use. So that's a, that's been a little bit of progress on that end. I'm, I'm just really trying to keep pushing forward with that. I have a week off in July, and I'm going to continue the march forward with trying to get rid of as much crap as I can, pay my debt down, and try to enjoy some sort of normal semblance of life. Uh, working six days a week and at some point 10 hours a day, it's old, I'm old, and... Um, just kind of done with it. It was uh, great while it lasted. I was making really good money, but I was spending it as quick as I was making it. So if I don't make the money and I don't spend the money, then I'm still on the same. I'm still on the same th- level. The uh, the savings account still looks identical. So they do say the more you make, the more you spend, and that is totally true. And so I figured a little bit less time at work and a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. A little bit less online spending. And uh, everything should balance out and maybe uh, maybe a little, little bit more happy with my daily doings uh, in life here. All right, well, on to our main topic. And this is reoccurring dreams and uh, reoccurring nightmares, which some of them, I guess, are. But not really nightmares, just uh, like like sad dreams. So some of the earliest reoccurring dreams I remember uh, go way back to when I was uh, just a little kid and you know I don't know what 35 40 years later now I still remember them so yeah it's interesting that they stick in my head they're none of them are none of them are real none of them are things that have happened that I'm now just reliving through dreams they're all things that my my mind made up and uh, they just have you know uh, stuck in the back of my memory which is amazing because I I don't even remember what I had for lunch yesterday, so to hold on to some of these dreams that I've had, maybe it's because they've uh, I've had them over and over again, uh, multiple times, so that could be why they're just like really starting to stick in my head. Um, the re- recurring dreams in my mind, uh, a lot of them are from stress, just daily stress that then turns into these dreams. Uh, that are most of these recurring dreams are very stressful. I, I don't sleep well. I wake up, you know, not rested. I wake up, you know, very tired still. 
And I remember back, you know, oh, mom, this dream I had was, you know, troubling. So uh, some a couple of the earliest ones I remember, I had this, I used to have this dream where I would be in like almost like this tower, it, but the color was just green. It was like a, almost like a yellowish green. It was kind of foggy and I was in this tower, but I was almost like in a bedroom and then there was a, a ladder and I would climb up the ladder and... I would just kind of peek my head up into this small, the small room that was like a, you know, like I said, in a tower at the top, and that was it. That was the reoccurring dream. I don't remember any other aspect of it other than that. And I, the one thing I do remember is the green, the the. It's almost like booger green, and it was stuffy too. And that that's it. That's the. I have no idea why I remember it. I don't really know why I would have it. That was when I was a little kid, and I did like that sense of like haunted houses and places that had like cool, cool little uh, like hidden areas in them. It, when we used to, when I was a little kid, we'd go to the House of Seven Gables. It's a, it's a famous house in in Salem. Or, uh, yeah, I believe it's Salem, Massachusetts, and it has a has seven gables to it and it's I don't honestly know much of the history of it at this point I guess I could have researched it but it's not that big of a deal it's just an old house from way back in the day but it has cool little flights of stairs in it and you know like hidden flights of stairs maybe for maids to come and go and those types of areas and 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 types of buildings have always been like really cool to me and have always interested me a lot. I think I get a lot of my interest today in like an antiques and just old items with a lot of history in it. Those come from all the way back then when I would visit these places or I would read about them or even see them on TV and they would be just very, very interesting and would capture my attention and Sometimes I would almost wish that we had that in our house. When I was little, I would fantasize about the, the attic because the attic was just a piece of wood over the top, like in the ceiling. Um, you would just push the wood up and you'd be up in the attic. And I, I don't remember seeing what was up there more than once, and that was only because there was a bat up there, and my father had to go up there to, to kill it. And I just remember going up the ladder and poking my head up and seeing it was... A, it's just a, a very boring space, but as a little kid, it was cool. It's an old house we lived in, very old house, and it had a very peaked roof. So the ceiling was tall in the attic, but it had a really sharp pitch, so you could stand up if you were in the middle of it, but that was about it. And the left and right side, you would have to continue to squat down, squat down, and you couldn't even get to it. That's pretty much where I feel like that dream comes from, but it's still, I, I haven't had that dream in years, but I still remember that dream, having that dream, waking up and thinking about it. And it's not, it's more than just a, you know, figment of my imagination. So that's one of the earliest ones. And there's other versions of that type of dream where I'm in a, in a house or in a, a crawl space or somewhere, just somewhere cool. Uh, the other one from when I was a child is a really depressing one and that's my parents dying and not knowing how they died but just finding out they died and just being like hysterical crying and waking up and thinking wow was I crying in my sleep I 
I don't think I was. I don't remember waking up with tears in my eyes. But I just remember finding out my parents had died and being completely crazy, crying, and just besides myself. And I still remember the last time I had this dream and where I was. I was in my parents' when when I lived home with my parents when I was younger. We had moved into a, a, a different house than the than the first one and I can even remember you know the blanket on my bed and waking up in the morning and it was a sunny morning and thinking wow you know that was a horrible dream and really wondering if I had been crying out loud like that was my big worry is was I crying out loud while I was dreaming and that hasn't that dream hasn't come back in years my parents are still alive I don't have any wonder now I mean if my parents died of old age it would completely be different than back then when I was a little kid and they died in some car crash or or whatever but like I said but in the dream I had no idea how they died so that just that they had died and that I was beside myself and um I just don't know where it came from it must have like I said been a stress dream or been a sub something subconscious in my mind that it could have been something with like they had a close call driving, and it you know, that's probably sh- stretching it a little bit too far. That I have some sort of um, you know way of seeing in the future or in the past, and I don't feel I'm that type of person. So, well, uh, some of the more recent ones I've had is uh, definitely a stress dream where I'm guessing that during the day I'm stressing out a lot about what I'm doing during the day and then I come home at night and maybe have a few beers to unwind or just try to watch something on TV that's benign nothing that's gonna you know uh, make my head think at all and then at night I have this dream that I'm working for this retail store that I worked at way back in the day I worked for um, a computer company called Gateway and they had um, they had retail locations or they called them country stores and it was a commission-based sales job. You would get a small hourly uh, rate, but the more computers and services you sold, the more money you made. And that was in a time in my life where I was uh, not, didn't really have a girlfriend. Didn't, I didn't have my, my son yet. I was, uh, came later. And I was just living at home still with my parents. I was probably about 21, 22. And I was just, that's all I could focus on was selling computers. I was gung-ho. I was... I did everything I could to be the top salesperson in the in the in the store in the state in the country and for a long time I was I would we would get national reports and I was always right up there at the top number one number two I would even talk some of these salespeople that were lower on the list would would even call and ask me hey, how do you know what are you doing how are you doing it and it was it was just about being a good salesperson being knowledgeable knowing what you were doing and what you were selling and the ins and outs of the product and just being courteous and helpful to the customer so the dream goes from that from that job the dream is based on me not knowing how to input the sale of a computer going up to the 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 purchase order system and trying to put my username and password into the computer program and that not working and then watching all these other customers walking in and they're buying computers from everybody else and I have this customer in front of me and and remember I this this particular dream this customer is buying a really cheap computer so I just want to get it sold and and out I'm not making any money on it 
So I'm just doing this for the customer. I'm just selling them what they want and moving them along. But I cannot get into the friggin' system. I can't log in. I don't know my username. I don't know my password. And it's just driving me nuts. And there's no one to ask. Everyone's busy. And I'm just totally, you know, stressed by this. I wake up thinking, oh my God, that was a fucking ridiculous dream. It's not even true. Uh, yeah, I could t- type in all that crap in my sleep. I, I knew it the back of my hand. I just knew all that info. And I think even if I could get logged in, I had no idea how to input the system into the computer. I let the computer into the system, basically, uh, what I was selling. The way that uh, Gateway sold computers is you would go into the into their uh, purchase order system, which was this archaic AS400 program from probably the mid to late 80s. We would type in... Uh, unit number like a, a base model number and then you would have to go through and type in every single upgrade part and you know everything the, com- the customer wanted and it was uh, it was tedious but if you could uh, if you were quick at it you could you could go right through it and and get the customer out so you could get the next customer in line up and and at times that's how it was in that store we would just be standing there literally customers in line waiting to hand us two three four thousand dollars it was computers the the most expensive computers were five grand and it was a it was a common occurrence to be selling those computers back then in the 90s and the early 2000s before the um the tech bubble popped and a lot of these computer companies moved uh, overseas for manufacturing there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of money in selling computers it was a, a really big margin and that's how this uh, company thrived and they they fell by the wayside uh, Dell really took the market over and, and that's what we have today with gateway computers they're pretty they're non-existent at this point I think there might be a website still out there they might sell something branded gateway but that's a that's besides the point and a and that's a, a long trail off into a topic that no one really probably cares about. But that reoccurring dream is something that I I haven't had. I don't. I feel like I haven't had it in a f- couple of years. But I think I probably have it because I usually have a lot of stress in my life. Stre- uh, brought upon stress. St- I you know if I do stupid stuff or I I start worrying about bills that need to be paid, things like that. It, it's it's all brought upon me. I don't have a lot that goes wrong in my life that isn't my of my doing. Um, well, next dream that has been very recently reoccurring is that I'm I'm trying to find this therapist that that I've seen once before in my life, or I've seen I've had one session with I should say, and it's this therapist that I'm looking for, and I I can't seem to remember how to get back to her her office or it's her home and she's got this beautiful home with a with a pool and I don't even know what I'm doing there what you know how this all came about but I'm trying to find this therapist and continue on my sessions now the weird thing is this therapist is a oh god I think it was an early education or early childhood psychology class that I took uh, in the mid 90s and this teacher or I guess professor you call it she she was uh, not someone that made a t- huge impression on me, but I guess subconsciously she did. I don't even, I, I, I know, I remember she had a, a hyphenated last name, like something like West Dash 
more or something, something to that effect. But I, I remember it being hyphenated. And she was a nice enough woman. I never felt any, um, I never had any issue with taking her class. She, I, I was just another student. I got through the class. I, I probably got a good enough grade on it that I just moved forward to the section that I had to uh, take in my quest for a degree in psychology. But this, this, so for some reason, this woman is now the center of, oh, that's right, her, I think her last name was West hyphenated Moreland, I, I believe so, okay, but I digress. And I wanted to try saying, but I digress, I don't think that was a good use of it. Okay, so I'm trying, and I'm trying to get to this house. Now, the, for some reason, the drive is this long road with almost like hay fields on each side. Now, I, I live in Maine, so we have nothing of the sort, we have some, Maybe we have some swampland where in the summertime the, the weeds are really high, but no, there's no hay fields or any kind. But I'm driving up this road. The sun's the sun's coming up. Uh, I, I see some telephone poles, and um, I just want to get there by my the time of my appointment. And the the house, I, I, I want to get to the house. It's a, it's a beautiful home. I want to see it, and I want to have my therapy session. But for some reason, I just can't figure out where I'm going. And as I'm talking about, as I'm verbalizing this now, because it's the first time I've ever verbalized it, it's starting to remind me a lot of my previous dream I was just talking about, where I'm having a hard time uh, inputting things into a computer, and where that's more stress. So I got this headphone wire dangling on my desk for some reason, but okay. Sorry for the extra noise that may be coming through the mic. But the, so this dream and the previous dream are... I guess they're tied together by stress, which makes a lot of sense. And a third dream that I can remember having recently is it's this odd dream where I'm driving to this mall for some reason. I'm going to like a strip mall. They don't even, these malls don't even, the way I'm visualizing this mall, they don't even really exist anymore. Um, there's a supermarket in the mall, and then there's like some older shops, and it's they. It, but mind you, it looks nothing like these mini marts look today. These strip malls of today. This is probably something that was built in the 60s or 70s, and it's still around, but maybe somewhere in Middle America. And I'm trying to get there, and I and I'm there. I'm driving up the road, but the weird thing is, is where it is, is it reminds me of this road that I used to drive with my grandmother up in New Hampshire every day she would she lived close by in order to go to a restaurant or, or get food or, or supplies whatever you would drive up this road and there was this I remember this huge old mansion it was like a big farmhouse mansion it had those big columns in the front and it was falling down literally like you could see the house shifted and it looked like it was going to collapse at any given moment and it was just in horrible disrepair and I was a little kid and it's just one of those things that stuck in my head but this dream that I'm having is this is where the mall is, is where that house was and it's maybe maybe a recreation of that in my mind of of driving by that house to get to a supermarket well now I'm driving to a supermarket where that house is and I have no purpose of of going here I don't remember being with anyone else or I'm meeting anyone there or I'm even going into buy anything at the supermarket i'm just getting to a stoplight and i'm taking a left into the supermarket parking lot and that's kind of where the dream ends at least it does in my my memory of not you know of, of the way i remember it now and 
yeah, that's that's that. It's not even really stressful or anything. It's just a dream that I've been having lately. I feel like I had it last night. I feel like whatever dream I had last night, it, that tied into it somewhat. And I don't know. I'm, it's it's just another dream, but it's, it really doesn't mean much to me. But it constantly comes up in my, my mind. I mean, you know, maybe uh, once every three months I'm having this dream. So these dreams, they... They're almost, uh, I almost like romanticize them a little bit. Not the stress ones, but like the ones where I'm going to the supermarket. And there's, there's probably a couple others that I can't remember right now. But sometimes I go to bed hoping I have that dream and maybe exploring that dream a little bit further and get into like the next chapter of that dream. That's, that's something that I, I maybe, well... I was going to say that's something that I, I look forward to, but I'm wondering if I would rather have that dream than something unknown, something that I'm going to have uh, stress over or someone's dying or anything like that. So it's time for me to go to bed. I'm I'm thinking about what I'm going to, maybe I'm, I'm in bed you know, on my phone reading something that's helping me fall asleep. But at some point I do wonder if I'm going to have this reoccurring dream and if it's going to push me to that next chapter of the dream. I'm going to be able to explore a little bit more in that world, that dream world, dreamland. And I don't, you have no control over it. I can wish as much as I want that I'm going to dream about something, but when I wake up, um, it's... I don't remember dreaming about it, or I didn't dream about it. And by the end of the, by the morning, I'm not even remembering that I was hoping to dream about something the night before. It's time to get up and go to work. So, yeah, that's just some of my reoccurring dreams, things that I've had in my mind for the for the many a years. And I thought I would verbalize them a little bit on this uh, this episode of the podcast. And I would, I don't know, maybe share a little bit. Maybe you have uh, some reoccurring dreams that you that stick in your head uh, every time you have them and they're vivid and you wish you could get the answer to why you're having those dreams other than trying to read online and take other people's theories or perspectives on reoccurring dreams and what that means all right well i think i've uh, blabbered on long enough my my son's graduating from high school tonight so i gotta get my my button gear and find out what i'm wearing and Start getting ready to go. It's going to be a, hopefully not a long night, but it's going to be crazy with all the other people that are going to be there in a, uh, in a football field. Up, will be up in the bleachers or down on the field sitting. And he's got about 200 people graduating with him. So that should be, uh, that should be pretty fun to watch. He's, uh, he's excited. I'm excited for him. He's going to move on to the next chapter of his life, which is college in the fall. And uh, he's going to continue to grow into a young man and then to a middle-aged man and then an old man and hopefully it doesn't go by that quick for him all right so let's keep uh, continuing on and uh, thanks again for listening and if you have any questions comments concerned uh, feel free to email me at the continue on podcast at gmail.com that's the continue on podcast at gmail.com all right we'll talk to you soon